Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 502 contains a full episode interview with the beautiful performer, Autumn Rain. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 502 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I hope that this episode and message finds everybody doing well, living their best life, and having as much fun as they possibly can. For this episode, I am flying solo because I have an incredible interview with the beautiful performer, Autumn Rain. Thank you so much to Erica Icon of The Rub PR for giving me the opportunity to speak with her because she is an ascending star. When I first started doing research on her, I was seeing how much work that she was doing, how much product that studios are releasing of her. And it made me excited to talk to her because I feel like I'm getting in on the ground floor of someone that's going to be a star very, very quickly. As we started the interview and I started asking questions, there's just this warmth that you gravitate to and then you start to see the scenes and the work that she does, and it makes you gravitate towards her even more. I have been very lucky that when it comes to the people that I have the opportunity to talk to, it makes me excited to get to know them and to introduce them to my audience. And with this one, that statement couldn't be truer. I was so excited. We get into a lot of different things beyond her studio work, and the content that she makes. And you're going to find out that this is a very motivated and hardworking businesswoman. And I know that because of how she approaches the adult industry, she is going to be in it for a long time and be very successful at it. And it doesn't hurt that she is stunning, just saying. But with all that being said... I think it's time that we get into this interview. So a big thank you to her for being on the show. And a big thank you to everyone out there in Pervert Nation for listening to the show and supporting the show. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Autumn Rain and all of the incredible people that I have interviewed on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on.
My guest is very quickly becoming one of the fastest rising stars in the adult industry. Her ascension began with award nominations for Best Trans Newcomer and Best Trans Group Sex Scene for the 2023 AVN Awards and has led to other nominations from the T Awards and the Fleshbot Awards. She has worked for Groovy, Adult Time, Trans Erotica, Devil's Films, and more and brings passion and a heightened sexual energy to every scene. There's no telling where her talents will take her, but it's going to be amazing. Please welcome your new goth queen, the beautiful Autumn Rain. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. An absolute pleasure. Before we get into our conversation, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? Uh, Currently, I mean... Um, don't really know what's going to be going on with the whole Twitter X situation in the months to come, but currently I'm very active on Instagram, Reddit, Red Gifts, all the things like that, different porn sites, uh, fan sites, obviously, like many vids and only fans, anywhere like that. But currently those are probably my most active ones. So once again, thank you for being on the show. First off. Your birthday was October 3rd, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so happy belated birthday. Did Thank you, you. Absolutely. Did you do anything exciting for your birthday? For the day of, uh, no, uh, I did an industry slash personal birthday party a few weeks before because it's been getting colder a little bit quicker this year. But the day of, I think I just went to dinner with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Nice and simple. Are you someone that has that birthday week, birthday month, or are you just, ah, I'm going to celebrate because it's kind of what you do and just leave it at that? I I gave a, like a $3 OnlyFans sale and then I kind of did like a little birthday post, but that's about it. I don't really celebrate it all that much. The only reason why I did it in September, you know, early for the weather was just because, you know, it's the 25th, so I feel like that's like an important birthday, you know. It's kind of the the day or the year, excuse me, where you just you, you start dying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I hope so because I'm quite a bit older than you, and that one stung. <laughs> now, you are on a rocket ship that shows no signs of slowing down. You have 167,000 followers on Twitter X and Mm -hmm. 5.9 million video views with 17.6 thousand subscribers on Pornhub. How do you handle this type of early career stardom and how do you keep a cool head about it? Well, for me, like I, I try not to toot my own horn. I try to remain really humble so I look at it, and I'm like, well, you know, it, it's crazy. It blows my mind all the time. You know, I'm so early into professional uh, that I'm just – it blows me away all the time. And I try to keep a level head. It does, The only thing that I feel like that um, the early rise to, like, early levels of stardom, you know, starlet kind of situations is it makes me a little bit more nervous in public. Um like I can't imagine how like the big major stars with hundreds of millions or billions of views even like 
deal with even going outside. You know, for me, even I get a little anxious and, you know, I'm, I'm so small compared to these, you know, industry legends who've been in it for so long, but I just try to remain humble, you know, uh, realize where I came from, you know, think of, think of my upbringing and stuff like that. And, you know, think of the people who've helped me get there along the way, because I feel like without all these collaborations, you know, if I was just doing solo content, I don't feel like it'd be anywhere near where I'm at now. You know, I've shot with so many amazing people and I just kind of try to stay to, to ground, you know, have you been recognized out in public already i have oh. i have yeah i've been recognized actually even over a year ago i think the first recognition i got in person was on a new york subway wow oh that's now does this mean you're gonna like really buy into your goth persona and just wear like a big hoodie so no one sees your face or, or are you <laughs> well so so i mean I'm very, I, I like to call myself like a, a shapeshifter, like a chameleon of some sorts, because, you know, goth's not really my main thing. I mean, I wouldn't even really say I necessarily have a main thing. I mean, I do a lot of cosplay, but um, in person, you know, I don't, I don't wear like this luxurious, expensive makeup like I do on these like high-end productions. I just, I'm actually like a huge nerd in real life. You know, I, I wear like these big round glasses and they're, they're actually my glasses too. Ah, you know, okay. they're my actual prescription glasses. And then, you know, I just wear like super casual clothes. I just try not to stand out. Now, <laughs> I love women in glasses. Like, are they... <laughs> like a horrible prescription like mine are or are they not too bad like could you drive without them could it no no no. <laughs> no actually i failed the sign test uh when i went to the dmv for the first time and that's what made me get glasses you know i aced it after but before i was like uh you know that looks like uh i don't know what is that is that a no pass you know <laughs> So I, I, I failed, and then the the instructor was like, no, you, you are not road safe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least Very he was kind enough to say Very nearsighted, and then it's worse with, like, electronics. So, like, technically that was close to my face, but I, I don't know. I think it's just electronics I kind of struggle with without my glasses, and then when I have them off, I can't see far for, for to save my life, you know. With every answer you give, I appreciate you more and more. Oh, yeah, so I, sweet. I, I am the exact same way. Now, in becoming popular so quickly, I'm sure demands on your time and abilities can be a bit overwhelming, especially when it comes from like media, like myself, when it comes to podcasting. How do you handle all of the requests for your time and energy? Um, so I'm like really ADHD, actually. So I actually kind of struggle sometimes. Um, I obviously, you know, with my new PR, Erica, she's fantastic. She's wonderful. She's helped me phenomenally. You know, sometimes I have my girlfriend remind me and then other times I might use a calendar, whether it be like a physical one or a Google calendar, or I try to remember it myself. The, the demand is probably not quite as hyped as you might think it is. I mean, it's definitely nothing to shrug off by any means. You know, I'm extremely happy with it, but I wouldn't say it's overwhelming by any means. Well, it's going to be. Just be forewarned. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Oh. When you need to unwind, what does self-care look like to you? Oh, my gosh. You know how I said I'm a really big nerd? You're right. So 
uh, a lot of my cosplay was actually inspired by anime and comics. So I am a huge anime watcher. I'm actually currently watching one of the most popular anime right now, One Piece. I'm almost in the 800s. They have over a thousand episodes, and I'm almost at 800. So I I would say my number one thing that I do to wind down is probably watch specific media, play games, maybe go for a walk. I like walking a lot. Maybe have a little bit of sour candy. That's my guilty pleasure, sour candy. And then, yeah, you know, just kind of relax. I just try to relax, you know, whether that be working out or just, you know, sitting at my desk being being a nerd, being a gamer girl, you know. <laughs> so when it comes to sour candies, I imagine fans listening to this, their ears are going to perk up like, oh, what can I give her like at a convention she may go to oh my to, to show that I'm a fan. <laughs> so what sour candies are we talking about? Oh my God. Sweet tarts, mini chews, oh, the little man. tiny orb things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They look like tiny mini marbles. Yeah. <laughs> I love those things. And then there's warheads and then there's, um, have you ever heard of gay bacon? Uh, I have not. Gay <laughs> okay. So that's not their actual, name but it's those there are these rainbow like little chewy bites i think they're airheads if i'm not mistaken they're like airheads but instead of being the normal like taffy like airheads they're like this rainbow strip of like sour candy i like to call them gay bacon (laughs) i like that term (laughs) okay well the fans you've heard it so be prepared you're going to have it's going to be Halloween every day you're at a convention now. <laughs> get so much candy. Many things have led to your popularity, but one is your creative ways. As you mentioned, you have a goth side, you have a cosplay side, your model and pinup sides. Have you always been this multi-dimensional person or creator or is that something you've found out as you've you got a little bit older? In theory, in my head, I always was, but I had a really weird, unfortunate upbringing of, uh, you know, not having a very supportive uh, figure in in a household. So in my head, yes, I very much was. I I always wanted to go to conventions. I wanted to go to my first Comic-Con and Animazement before I was in middle school. You know, I saw these people in cosplay, you know, at the time on like Tumblr or like Google images and stuff before like Twitter ever really blew up, you know, you know, I'm only 25. So I think that came around when I was in what, like high school. Okay. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I was kind of really, I dressed like a stereotypical cause you know, I'm trans uh, when I was in the closet, just like this, some kid who goes to high school. You know, I just wore like a jeans and a T-shirt. That's that's the kind of kid I was, unfortunately. Uh, but when I, you know, graduated and I moved out and I started going to college, I did my first official cosplay and it was Luffy from One Piece, the anime I was just talking about. Okay. I do not have any pictures of it because that was in the before times, as we like to right. call it. So those those pictures have been purged. They have been very much purged. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, born when you actually had to take film somewhere to be developed. So all of the uh, what I would consider embarrassing pictures are they were set on fire. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was lucky. 
Now, with being an adult and having this new way of expressing yourself, it would lead me to believe that your aspirations and character creations are really just beginning. They are just beginning, absolutely. You know, for, I'd say about 80% of my costumes have all just been bought through sites and, and, and like shops and stuff in person. But I'm actually starting to uh, do my own craft a little bit. I'm going to be doing a character for a hentai artist soon, and I'm crafting the earrings myself, and I'm actually making the wig. I'm not making the actual hair. I'm buying a wig, and I'm designing it. I'm, you know brushing it, spray painting it, you know, and then using like an iron and whatnot to actually shape it. Oh, cool. That's all. So when it comes to like, as we record this, it is before Halloween. You are in your prime right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I noticed that your fans are many and vocal. And I've noticed that a lot of the fans draw you in the hentai style of animation art, which is incredible <laughs> and super flattering. What do you like about that art style? And what do you think when you receive this picture that you inspired? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't even tell you. So some, some of them I commission, but some of them I don't. I'd say it's about 40, 60 percent at the moment where it's like 60 percent people are like, here you go. And then uh, 40%, I'm like, hey, you're a really big artist. Can you do this for me, please? Here's money. Um, <laughs> for me, when people, like, actually send it to me, like, without me asking, like, they DM it to me or they put it in my Discord. I have a Discord, by the way. I'm just like, wow, this is fantastic. You know, even if they're not, like, the greatest drawer in the world, you know, it just it means a lot to me. The fact that people, you know, took their time enjoyed my work, enjoyed my pictures, enjoyed whatever that I do. Uh, and they draw their own persona of me, their own little, you know, art form for me. It's, it's just, it's so, it just means so much to me. I don't even know what word to properly use for that. It's, it's one of my favorite things. When it happens, it means so much to me. I actually have a folder dedicated to just fan art that people have done for me on my computer. Wow, I would imagine that's something that, depending on the fan art, that you would print and hang up. Uh, actually, so speaking of hanging up, mm -hmm. um, I haven't done that yet, but I do have an artist. I don't remember where they're from at the moment, but what they do is they draw it on a paper first, and then they scan it, and then they finish it up through their drawing program. So they have, like, five or six drawings of me on paper, like rough sketches. And I've just like reached out to them and told them if I get a PO box, I will pay for shipping and I will put that on my wall. Oh yeah. That would be really cool. So on your recently relaunched website, autumn rain, you have a number of scenes with amazing performers like Layla Falcon, Robin Coffins, Jesse Pony, Sage, and more. What do you look for in people that you collaborate with? Uh, so I'm sure you've noticed from probably looking at most of my scenes, I've shot like 90% girl, girl scenes and maybe like 10% boy, girl scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, that's generally my preference, but obviously I'm very pansexual and I'm very open to shooting pretty much like whatever, as, as long as it's, you know, moral and reasonable, of course. Mm. I, I'm very open to shooting with 
pretty much any type of individual. Um, for me, honestly, it's kind of just a feel thing. What I like to do is I like to reach out to them on Twitter or Pornhub or whatever. However we get our first contact, whether it be in person at like an industry party or through Twitter, like I said, or anything like that. I like to talk to them, get a feel, see, like, you know, analyze their words, see if like we'd really vibe. A lot of people, it's like immediate like chemistry. It's like, wow, this person's really fun. I like them. They're, they're very enjoyable. They're great to be around. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know. We can have a, a work business relationship. Um, but I'd say about 70% of the people I've shot with have all just been really great. You know, I really enjoy connections. Um, that's why I feel like I don't film an obscene amount. I'd say the most I've shot in a month was last September. So 2020, uh, 2022, excuse me. Uh, probably about 20 scenes. It was it was a lot. Yeah, that's it was a quite lot. A few, yeah, um, it was I'd say about thirty percent studio, seventy percent trade. It was it was a lot of trade content, and I don't even think I've uploaded all of them. I have about fourteen scenes on my mini vids that I need to upload. Um, but when what I really just look for is honestly just someone I feel like I can really enjoy my time with, that I won't get exhausted from shooting with. Honestly, just I, I just like connecting with people and having good vibes and relationships with them. When you first started working with studios, what surprised you and maybe went against some preconceived notions that you may have had when it comes to shooting adult for studios? So it was actually a little bit more simple than I thought it would be. Um, so I had shot amateur for a year and I would say in that year, I, I had many, many collaborations, um, and they were all very simple. You know, you just get your ID pictures, and you fill out paperwork, and then boom, sex, you know. Right. And, and for the actual mainstream side of things, they're like, all right, we're going to need you to fill out this paperwork, and then this paperwork, we're going to have to get twice as many ID pictures. We're going to do an interview, and you have to, you know, sign this. And by the way, these are our uh, terms. You can't have this or you can have that. And I'm like, whoa, okay, all right. I thought I was just going to get paid and then you have my content and that's it. But no, I, I didn't even realize that trade or paid trade studios were a thing. I thought it was just like, we're going to pay you and we're going to record you and that's that. Right. You know, that that's what I thought. And, you know, my first, my first studio shoot was actually with Transerotica. I shot with them before I shot with Groovy, and they're a paid trade site. So when I had like the exit interview, and they're like, "Okay, well, what's your Zell?" and I was like, "What? What's my Zell? <laughs> Excuse me." <laughs> so they paid me, you know, the two hundred dollars, and then like a few weeks later, I got like an an edited version of the scene, and I was just like, "Wow, this is." insane i thought it was going to be a lot more simple where it's just like here fill out some paperwork all right do this right you know a lot more uh freedom at least in certain studios uh than i thought there would be i thought it was just the director tells you what to do you sign this paperwork yeah and then you go home right. you know and it, it's not like that i mean some studios are still kind of like that but i feel like there's a lot more freedom in it than i thought there was going to be going in 
as people spend time in the adult industry, they realize different parts of their own sexuality. What are some things that you learned about yourself sexually in the industry so far? Well, I was already very comfortable with myself, um, at least my uh, sexual sexuality, not necessarily my body. Um, but the industry has been very good for my self-confidence, you know, for like my general feeling towards myself, whether it be body confidence or just attitude. You know, I, I felt a lot more confident in general. But sexuality, honestly... I don't really think it's really changed anything personally because uh, something I don't really tell everyone is uh, before industry, I, I had a major, huge slut face. Okay. Like I was I was the kind of person who was like, all right, I'm going to download Tinder and then I'm going to fuck someone all the time. Like I, I kid you not, I, I lost my virginity very late because, you know, I, I was very much not, you know, confident with my body, was not comfortable I had been in the closet for many, many years, and when I finally was comfortable enough to sleep with people, it was just like, body, 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 body. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, obviously now I'm ex- extremely particular. Like, if you're not in the industry, you have to get tested same week mm-hmm. for me. Not bi-weekly for industry, same week if you're not in the industry. Yeah. So, honestly, I... I, I Nothing sexuality-wise has changed. Maybe I've opened myself up to more kinks, but otherwise I'm just a lot more safe with my sex. And I think that's a good lesson for everyone to learn. You know, if you get tested, you know, don't be afraid to tell the people that you want to be with to get tested. Just be smart about it. Absolutely. It's very much needed. I think everyone should do it regardless of what you do. Absolutely. As we record this, you just had a scene with Aiden Star release with Evil Angel. How was it to work with Evil Angel? Because I would think that most people in the industry have bucket list studios they'd like to work with. Oh, man. Shooting with Evil Angel was fantastic. And and I, I heard many great things about Aiden. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they, they were all like... I, I've, I've heard everyone. I did not hear a single bad thing about Aiden at all. And then going in, I was just like, oh, my God, this person is so much fun. She's so horny, but like in a good way. Right. And I really vibe with good sexual energy. So the fact that she was like super into me, I was just like, wow, this is awesome. You know, because obviously I'm very professional on set. But when you can tell someone's really into you and they're really vibing with your personality and and just you guys are really getting along, the the scene is just so much easier and it's so much better. And and shooting with Evil Angel, that was probably like the best first impression I could have had is just this awesome director right here, this this sexy, you know, older person right here. She's fantastic. Absolutely. You also have a great clip selection on your many vids page with videos ranging from foot fetish to cosplay fendom and more when it comes to content what are you hoping to create moving forward moving forward i do feel like i need to put out some more solo content and the fact that i'm doing more cosplay i feel like i'll be able to do that i have plenty of 
girl-girl scenes. And I have some boy-girl scenes, which I need to work on that too. But I really feel like my solo content actually sells more than um, my girl-girl. So I really need to put out some more solo content. But it'll be more like themed things, like stuff that you probably won't see very often. You know, silly little gimbits, little skits. Um, which I'll, I'll tell you about my little Halloween special in a second after this. Just some more solo and cosplay stuff and some more boy-girl, you know, stuff to fill up the search engine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So if given the opportunity, would a big script acting role with a studio be something you would like to do? Yeah, I've actually done that. Uh, with my devil film scenes, my devil's film scene, it wasn't like a huge script or anything, but I, gosh, who did I shoot with? I shot with a uh, JT and was it Daisy Isabel? I can't remember the girl's name out of the top of my head, but basically what it was is we had this like seven page script where her and I are girlfriends and we're looking through our texts and we are home from a party and then we're like, Hey, let's talk to this guy that we met at the party and then we're texting him and I kid you not, he's off camera texting us back. So you actually see in the film us texting each other. Um, and then uh, Jim powers is like, all right, say this and say it like that. And I'm like, okay. So I have done it before for devil's film. And then I've been the main extra for two uh, trans angel scenes and then I was just a simple extra for another trans angel scene. I haven't shot with them as the main girl yet but the two uh, the two trans angel scenes and the one devil's film scene had a large script. Okay. So if you had the opportunity to do like, like a big one, you know like would you want to be like a bad guy character or would you want to be the, the hero like I'm thinking massive Hollywood style blockbuster scene or movie. What would you like really like to play? I really like to play. Ooh, that's tough because I'm so all over the place. Cause I like making multiple, I like filling multiple roles. Uh, if I could fit one, shoot, that's tough. I wouldn't say I'm more leaning towards villain or hero either way. Honestly, I'm kind of like the the voice of reason middle person who's like, well, think about what he's going through and think about what she's going through, right. you know, kind of a situation like that. <laughs> you could you could be the super mediator. <laughs> I'm, I'm the main I'm the main villain's best friend. <laughs> there <Right>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Now, one thing that I did notice is I couldn't find any clothing or items for sale on your sites yet. Uh, are you going to give fans a chance to get up close and personal with some of your personal items that they can enjoy on their own? Yes. I actually have sold a few scene items on my OnlyFans. Oh, so okay. to my OnlyFans subscribers. I've sold about three outfits now, I'd say. Um, but I actually do have a big project I'm working on, and I already have all the stuff bought for it. Just not all of it is in the mail yet. And I'm going to be out in my yard in the grass setting down a little tarp, and I've bought about 50 or so pairs of shirts. 
I bought body paint that is washable, so I'm going to have to state don't put it in the washer machine because I'm not trying to put, put you know, staining paint on my body and then that being on my body for three weeks, right. you know. So I'm going to get the body paint. I'm going to put it on my butt and I'm going to put it on my tits and I'm going to press it onto shirts and then I'm going to sign it. It's oh, that simple. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna go on my mini vids and my OnlyFans. Very nice. Now, do you have other cool merch like stickers and eight by tens and different things like that? Because I would imagine with your creative side, a calendar should be in the works and things like that. I have considered doing a calendar. The thing with me though is, uh, if I were to do a calendar, I'd probably just be doing um, instead of like the 28 days, the 31 days, it would probably just be like one page is this cosplay and then the next page is that cosplay or this outfit or whatever um, because I don't feel like I have enough pictures that I'm personally happy with to fill up 365, right. you know, yeah. individual days. So I, it would probably be like a few, if not one picture per month. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do have stickers, but the stickers I've mostly used for promotion. Like I've put them out in like sex shops. I've put them out in testing locations. I've put them out in polls and like San Francisco and stuff. You know, I go traveling. I might stick them, stick them on a little something, something. So I do have stickers. I just have not uh, sold them. I got you. Yeah, I've done that myself. I went to New York. I was crossing one of the bridges and they hit the light pole with one of my stickers. Just like, yeah, there you go. that's going to stay here for a little bit. <laughs> Congratulations on all of your success, but especially the award nominations. You currently have three nominations for the Fleshbot Awards for Best Ass, Best Top, and Best New Face. Being nominated for uh, your body of work is one thing but i don't know what i think to be nominated for my looks or a flattering body part (laughs) are are you more of a damn right this butt is award worthy or are you more of a well ladies and gentlemen i do declare your love for my derriere is most appreciated (laughs) (laughs) so so i i I would say i do have a very nice ass i I wouldn't say it's like phenomenal it's not supermodel level by any means you know i'm i'm quite thin i'm so i'm surprised i got nominated for it i am you know very happy with it i am working on it i just bought um a las vegas athletic club membership um but i'm not saying which one okay. obviously <laughs> but yeah so i mean i'm starting to go to the gym and i'm working on that a little bit more so i, I would say it's it's a solid ass. It's a it's a solid chunk of fat, you know. Right. <laughs> but like, I've seen some other girls, and I'm just like, dang, why isn't she up there? Mm, okay, but the nomination is still greatly appreciated. Like it is just that, mm-hmm. and and don't sell yourself short. Is all I'm saying. No, I appreciate that, yeah. and I I, I, I ha- that is one of my toxic habits. Is I I unfortunately don't give myself enough credit. Sometimes, you know, like I said, I try to remain humble, and then sometimes I do it too much, and I don't really recognize my own worth. Sometimes, and then every once in a while, I'll have like another industry girl up and talk the shit up to me, like hype me up, and I'm like, whoa, what <laughs> what are you doing? You calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could be my cheerleader. Just bring it down a notch. <laughs> Yeah, you just, you just give me my hype lady. There you go. 
They had them in the music field. Why not in the porn field? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I could be the hype person for people in the industry. All right. Come on over. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I need you. Come on over. All right. <laughs> I, I will walk into whatever facility you are about to go into and just bring the heat. And they won't have any idea what's going to happen to them. And then you come in and I just keep hyping. I, I don't know. That might get tiring for you after a while. Like, dangle. But just bring it down. Just let it <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be nice for the first couple of days. I'm right. like, dude, I'm trying to sleep. You're like, no, no, Autumn, it's 6 a.m. Come on, let's make some content. <laughs> right. like, Let me sleep. Right. <laughs> or it might be more like, she is an REM. That is restorative, you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would just that would be, funny. A, be a funny video. That's for sure. Hey, you know, that's a probably a good idea. I'm going to write that down. All right. I, please do. I'm more than happy. <laughs> the hype, man. <laughs> Now, what, what do I have to do to get you to shut up? <laughs> right. uh, you can bid me over. <laughs> oh, it's it writes itself, really. Yeah. One thing that I don't know if you know happens when it comes to my interviews is I like to comb through people's social media. And I like to ask them questions about certain posts that they have made. Are you willing? Oh, to you're, just pulling a, you're pulling a hot ones on oh, me. All right. Absolutely. Just send it. Send it over. All right. She is ready. Now, first, before, let, let me uh, state this before I actually start asking you questions. You are easily one of the best teeth and lip lickers in the game when it comes to the pictures oh, you post. God, that is such an amazing compliment. Thank you so much. Yes. I actually, uh, so um, my eyes and my teeth are like one of my favorite compliments because I, I have like natural things. Um, so the vampire stuff that you might have seen in my recent posts um, that I did with all erotic, you know, those are actual fake, you know, fake things. But I actually have long, you know, canine teeth mm -hmm. in general. And when people compliment like my tongue and my lips, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, calm down there. You're <laughs> making me feel a certain way. <laughs> yeah. And when you combine that to you wearing glasses, it's almost too much to handle. That's all I'm going to say. Gosh, you're flattering me. I appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, the first post I would like to ask you about, you wrote, Something I've been lacking scene-wise getting uh, since getting my titties done is boy-girl content, and that you meant uh, you getting fucked by a guy. I'm planning on some more. I think my pro-porn career has been 80% femmes. You mentioned that early in the, in the interview. Do you want more of a true split, or is this just kind of what comes up by opportunity and feel – because like you said, you, you kind of have a lane, but are you ever afraid that it might get stale? Uh, stale, no. But I, like I said, I really like to fill in that search engine. I really like, uh, like, let's say if someone were to say trans girl, you know, this, that big cock guy, you know, it, you might get like one video, a couple videos of me and it'll be like 
pages down. You know, if I were to do that, like, let's just say hypothetically in the next, like, three months, I were to do, like, uh, eight boy-girl scenes. You know, that would exponentially, like, shoot me way up on the search engine. Um, But I also am very much into guys also. I, I, I feel like I just generally have more connection with um femme presenting individuals just because you know that's how i am you know i have a girlfriend and i don't have a boyfriend you know um but i do love shooting with guys also but i feel like for me it's just it's just missed opportunity i'm just like hey autumn you need to do this not necessarily just for uh the fact that you know it's good for the career but also sometimes you know, I, I will not top a guy. I will only do it for a paid scene, you know. I won't do it for a trade. I won't do it for a paid trade. It, you have to hand me some cash for me to top a guy. You know, I'm not into it. Um, but I, I love getting topped by guys. I was actually supposed to shoot a boy-girl the other day that got canceled because of the when we were young crap that was going on in Vegas. Oh, it, it was just It was just too much going on, you know. Unfortunately, it, the shoot was supposed to be on the strip, and we had, like, hotel trouble, and... We had to cancel, unfortunately. Yeah, when it comes to shooting in Vegas, it's got to be difficult in a way because in a little while the F1 race is going to be there, so they're closing down streets. Like Getting around that city has got to be maddening. So do you actually like look at a calendar and try and figure out what's happening in the city or you know and try to avoid it or do you just kind of go ah if we can make it work great if not oh well yeah i'm kind of like the if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't because uh i honestly so much is going on in vegas i try not to keep up with it i feel like it'll make me more stressed ah you're not wrong that's for sure now the next post i would like to ask you about you wrote who wants to go swimming then fuck after now you posted a video and you are by a pool which means the opportunity for sunburn do you burn easily and have you done a scene with visible tan lines uh no i try to stay out of the sun as much as possible (laughs) i am very fair skinned i'm sure you might have noticed in some pictures i am pale as heck (laughs) I am. I you go. You see me in the morning light, and you gotta you gotta cover your eyes for some sunglasses. You know, <laughs> I'll fucking blind you. Uh, no, so that was more of a like. Hmm, here's a pool. Let me like make a funny comment. Let, let let me try to be lewd. Let me try to be suggestive. But I would do a pool scene. I've actually considered doing like a, a mermaid scene. Um, but no, I actually almost never go in the sun. I'm the kind of person who will go out. And the sun with an umbrella and sunscreen. Uh, I, uh, I'm a ginger, so I feel you. Like, could you imagine if we were to do a scene, like the white balance that they would have to adjust would be <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not ginger, but I do have the ginger gene. I have a lot of freckles. I just mostly cover them up because of reasons. But my dad has a red beard even though he's a brunette. My grandmother is a redhead, and my oldest sibling is a redhead. Oh, wow. Fun fact, also, I might have blue eyes, but both of my parents have brown eyes. Oh, wow. That's really, like, very unique. Mm. Wow. You you are just 
beyond special on so many levels. <laughs> oh my gosh, you make me blush over here. <laughs> so, your next post. You wrote, can a club owner or executive find my porn and put me on the VIP list? Please <laughs> and thank you. Kiss, kiss. Now, are we talking nightclub or are we talking gentleman's club? Oh, like nightclub. Oh, okay. Because that has such a different vibe and energy. What do you enjoy Oh, about yeah. It so no, much? no, thank you. I'm not trying to go to the club where there's a lot of old guys and it smells like cigarettes. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to go where there's like, you know, a mixed group, you know, all, all different kinds of, you know, ages and, and groups of individuals who are going there and having a good time to have a good time. Oh, I got you. Okay. Maybe I should have specified that. Maybe. Because there's a... There's a lot of ways to take that, obviously, by the way I did. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you might want to clarify that. with a Instead of a kiss-kiss, maybe a wink-wink. Wink-wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I was going to say. Like, you you are you. You, you can get into any club. But... Mm, I don't know about that one. Uh, this is where you need to build that confidence because you can trust me. So well, I appreciate that. Absolutely. The next post I would like to bring up, you wrote, I can recognize certain friends through their clothing or <laughs> cock in porn without seeing their face. Yeah. It's hilarious. Now, <laughs> I'm sure there are fans that can do the same thing depending on the person and body part. And to be honest, I'm more apt to recognize a penis than a vagina in the industry. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Um, so for for that, you know, I, I like to look at people's body types, their dick size, you know, their titty size, their tattoos, their jewelry, you know, and I, and I can totally see like friends and I'm just like, Oh, we fucked. I know that person. Yeah. Yeah. I fucked them on camera or off camera, depending on the person, you know? Oh, I know that tattoo. Oh, I know that piercing. Oh, I, I recognize those, that, that pink top, you know? Mm. Yeah. That has to be one of the ultimate party tricks to be able to go. Yeah. That is so-and-so. And I can tell <laughs> Just by the shaft, you know? Yeah, just by the shaft. Yeah. The amount of foreskin you do or do not have. Right, and they're like, what? You know, and you're just like, damn right, and you're just high-fiving everyone. That would be amazing. Hey, Autumn, who's this? Oh, that's Livy Doll. Woo, high-five. That's right. <laughs> it almost sounds like it needs to be like uh, some kind of game show event at a convention. Name that porn star. <laughs> yeah, name that dick. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Maybe I'll make a scene out of that. Oh, there, there's another one for you. There's another one. Oh, uh, I could do this all day. <laughs> all right. So you'll be receiving an email from me about becoming a, a scene writer. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you should. I have an in folder on my computer ready for you. So. All right. I'm, Sounds great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creative type as well. I'm just... No chat GPT allowed. No, no, absolutely not, please. I'm old. I don't know how that stuff works. I don't know either. Yeah, it's and I'm probably better off for it. Now, this next one, it warmed my heart. Oh, really? Yes. And 
it might blow your mind that it warmed my heart, but because, as I said, I am I am older, it may you may figure out why. You wrote, "Okay, hear me out." Porn theater, but an actual nice one. It had to be privately rented and booked, professionally cleaned in between, like the whole team. Porn stars get a discount too. It can be rented for film, etc., like a place to watch stuff and rent for film. I think this is an amazing idea because there are very few actual porn theaters left in the country. Mm-hmm. What made you think of this? I just really like the idea of it. I, I I wish there were more porn theaters, you know. I feel like porn, you know, is watched by so many people, but it's so, like, ostracized still. So many people are like, oh, you watch porn? You know, I feel like a majority of the uh, a population at this point, you know, at least in countries that don't outlaw it, watch it, mm-hmm. you know. So why not, you know make some money off of it from these sex shops that are everywhere, you know, put it in like every few sex shops, you know, there, there's not many left, but you know, deja vu out in Vegas has one, mm-hmm. you know, a- adult world in Vegas has one, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not going to go in that because I'm scared. Someone's going to recognize me and be like, Oh, Hey, yo, come over here, girl. I'm going to be like, no, <laughs> but you know, if you have a private one, you know, you can make so many films off of that. You can make so many films off of a porn theater that you can, like, actually rent, you know. And then, you know, artists, you know, porn stars can be like, hey, here's my DVD that I own that I have the rights to. Or a studio can be like, hey, these are our DVDs, you know, and, and sell them to them, you know, just make money from the shop and then make more fans from it. And then not only just do that from like a physical copy level or like a digital copy, you know, whether you send them the link through like uh, email or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that'll not only create more fans, but that's just that's just business right there. You can make so much happen with that. I feel like that's that's a missing opportunity, in my opinion. Absolutely. I think if you are able to market it correctly, I think it could be a real money maker because when you look back like during the seventies, when going to a theater that showed porn and we're talking like hundreds, if not thousands of seats was yeah. a thing. And it's, there's no reason that if done correctly, you couldn't have a facility that does that, that like you said, you could rent out for other things as well, but the marquee events there would be adult related. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Mm. So this sounds like I got to move to Vegas now and we got to make this happen. All right. Let's fucking do it. All right. Uh, I got the connections, but you got to spend the money. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I I don't make as much as I wish I did. All right. All right. I I, I can help a little bit. Uh, I'll I'll do a a porn star GoFundMe. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll get a whole bunch of people to contribute towards it. Yeah. I think if we do a GoFundMe, uh, (laughs) you know, maybe do, you know, get a bunch of investors in. I think. Oh, yeah. There we go. No doubt in my mind. Just just avian, just put put some money towards it. Right. This isn't hard. All right. We'll we'll spitball this after the interview. I don't want to give all <laughs> our ideas away. No trade secrets. That's right. Sorry, you can't buy our stock. That's right. <laughs> oh, could you imagine it got so popular we go public? That would be hilarious. That would be funny.
Now, the last post I would like to ask you about, you wrote, what is something I should wear to an interview tomorrow? Not a normal nine to five, but with a modeling agency. Like, how do I even prepare for that? I have my portfolio, but I have no idea what I wanted to wear. So what did you end up wearing? I wore uh, my woman's suit, my women's suit, all black. Oh, um, I did not wear the blazer slash jacket. I just wore the black collared shirt, um, a black tie. No, actually, no, I didn't even wear a tie. Actually, I had two buttons undone, kind of like a little bit sexy, a little bit seductive. And then I wore my pants, which very much accentuated my ass, by the way. <laughs> best, best trans ass. Excuse right. me. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just my glasses and I got my makeup done. You know, that's that's it. Uh, also, I did not get it because they don't like that. I did porn. Of course. Yeah, so they're like, oh, no, sorry. Uh, we, we don't want that. We don't want that. Uh, I can't even remember the word they used. I can't even remember the word they used. But they she kept repeating the same thing. It, it bothered me so much. Because I walked in and I came in with the portfolio all prepared, you know, with all these pictures and, you know, all these stories. And I'm like, hey, I have on stage performance experience and behind the or in front of the camera experience you know and i i was going to tell them about how i've read multiple scripts and all that and then the moment they heard that i was in the adult industry they're like "Ooh, sorry oh wow <laughs> yeah i kid you not there was this girl who came in like shortly after me uh, and she was like hey uh, I'm like really new to this blah blah. She's like, yeah, I'm 19. You know, this girl was like, I'm just like, oh my god, they're gonna take advantage of this poor girl. So, are you going to try and continue to pursue mainstream modeling and acting? Yes. Okay. So, what would you like to create when it comes to that? Um. So actually, I've made a couple cinematographer friends recently. And I would like to do my own little short films, my own little skits. I've had some ideas. I cannot tell you. Um, it's not an NDA. It's just I don't want people to hear this and do it, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. But I have a parody off of, like, a really memed country song that I want to do. Um, I, I, I don't really sing. I feel like I can sing, but that's not, like, really one of my passions. But I want to do a really funny skit based off of a, an extremely memed song. Okay. Interesting. There's that. And then I, I've come up with some ideas of frog girl adventures. <laughs> I have a frog onesie that I was going to do for some funny Instagram reels that haven't been released yet. Okay. Um, so there's going to be that. And then obviously just um, when it comes to like performing in front of the camera, I want to be known for like the silly videos I make outside of porn and then obviously my porn, but I also want to do like mainstream Hollywood acting. Like I want to do comedy movies. I want to do horror movies. And for the modeling, I want to get in with some, I want to be one of the main models for a trans owned lingerie business, like lingerie made for trans folks. Ooh, very nice. You would be fantastic at it. Thank I you. No doubt in my mind. So, my last question for you, what does the future hold for you? Are you going to be doing any conventions, going to award shows as that award season starts to open up? Do you have any plans or goals moving forward? What do you have going on? For the conventions, um, 
I will be going to future conventions. I'll be going to XBiz, Avian. Um, I thought about going to Exotica, but I decided not to. And then I'm going to be going to the T's. I will probably be going to the all um, the all awards because I did the first trans scene with all erotic ever. Yes. Um, through amateur productions, Serena Rob uh, Serena Havoc. No, yes, Serena Havoc and Robin Coffins. I get their names mixed up sometimes. Uh, that's their little studio. Um, they teamed up with all erotic and they made this phenomenal fucking scene called Neon Vampires. I'll be uploading that to my mini vids tonight, by the way. So, <laughs> um, but it, it's I, I'll I'll be going to basically any award show that I could probably you know I, I could probably get some kind of something from it, whether I be nominated or not be nominated. You know, I feel like if I can go make some connections there, meet some more models, meet some you know brands. Um, meet some fans even, you know, if I get a booth or something, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it's well worth my time. Yeah. Oh, I agree 100%. And I know that as soon as you announce that you're going to be at conventions, the fans are going to come out in droves to see you. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to lie, it takes a lot to stand out and excel in a crowded field. But you are doing so. You have the the drive. You have the energy. You have everything it takes to really continue to grow and become an elite performer in the industry for years to come. And I don't say that lightly. I mean that. That means a whole bunch to me. It really does. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So... Thank you so much for your time. I had so much fun talking with you. Thank you for dealing with all of the madness that I'm all about. Oh, of course. No, thank you for having me. And I, I appreciate the the deep dives, as some would say, on my posting, my little yeah. silly posts. <laughs> it, it's a nice way to remind you that people actually look at it because it's easy to just kind of throw it out there and eh, whatever but you know when people- yeah, that's why i feel like people shouldn't rant on social media that much not gonna lie i feel like it's not good for anyone yeah i, I agree 100 percent. unless it's unless it's positive just let it go so one more time before i let you go can you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media so if you look up autumn rain on pornhub um and like a like hundred videos on there I'm on many vids as TS Autumn Rain. I'm on OnlyFans as Autumn Da Bottom, A W W T U M D A Bottom. I'm on Twitter, same name on there, or X if you call it X now. Instagram as Autumn Duck, A W W T U M Duck. And then Reddit. I mean, you'll you'll just have to look me up. Otherwise, I'm going to list like 15 more things. Right. But those are, those are like the more important ones. So go go to those. Go to those. Make give me some money, please, because I need it to make more good production. Please, this is my only job. <laughs> so yeah, no, just go there. Um, or if you just want to Google me and like look at my sites, but um, or you can look at my all my links. Just look up Autumn Rain all my links because I don't know how many ends I used. I, I use like three ends and like a Z or something like that. So you'll find me. I'm around. If you Google me, you can find my stuff. Yes, and it is much worth the search and find, folks. Once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>